Welcome to Canada's podcast. Hello, I'm Mario Taniguzzi, and this is Calgary's podcast on Canada's podcast network. Joining me today is Desiree Bonbonon, who is the CEO of SureCall in Calgary and also the new chair of the Calgary Chamber of Commerce. Thanks for joining us today, Desiree. It's my pleasure, Mario. Let's start by uh, just asking you a little bit about the, the company SureCall, uh, you know, what it is and what it does. Yeah, so SureCall is a purpose-driven business process optimization company. Um, we're serving clients uh, globally today. Um, and what we basically do is we do fulfillment and front-end uh, services for organizations uh, in order to help them focus on their core business and help them streamline their processes. Can you tell me a little bit about the history of the company, how it started? Yeah, so the the company's been through many iterations over the last, you know, 40 years or so. And uh, basically, we started out as a telecommunications company focusing on uh, paging uh, when paging was new way back in the day. And we continued down that path of communications and got into uh, cellular and cellular retailer. And uh, after that, we, with the cellular, we had a dispatch center. Uh, which eventually we formed into an after-hour service bureau. And as we sold off various assets to the organization, we uh, continued to work in the in the call center industry. And then in 2013, we completely pivoted that business into a business process organization, uh, opened up SureCall, uh, and uh, we've uh, we've been doing uh, fantastic ever since. Can you tell me a little bit about who your clients would be? Like, uh, what typically, what kind of industries are you, are you looking at? So we we serve a number of industries and sectors, everything from small business to large government entities and Fortune 500 companies. So you know we've got uh, every aspect uh, because the applications we do are are many and variables. So we customize our solutions specifically around what the client's needs are. Uh, so whether it's, you know, electric car charging assistance to, um, you know, ordering pizza, uh, it could be uh, emergency response. We do a lot of emergency response for the energy industry. Uh, so there's uh, many, many different applications. And uh, it's sometimes difficult to juggle, but we ensure that we have uh, specifically skilled individuals for those uh, sectors and work uh, very closely with the organizations to build a solution that works for them. Okay. Can you talk just a little bit about, uh, I guess, the last two years, obviously, with the pandemic and uh, what kind of an impact that had on SureCall? Well, uh, the impact is has been uh, very, um, I don't know if you want to call it good, but we've had a tremendous amount of growth uh, to the point where we've had to sort of try to manage that uh, growth so that it's sustainable. Uh, the reason for that is, as, as you would know, most organizations realize that they weren't set up. Uh, when the pandemic struck and, uh, you know, that uh, people had to work from home and they weren't prepared. Uh, we'd been working in a, uh, you know, hybrid of in-house and remote environment for, uh, you know, the last 15 years. So we were set up to easily manage uh, the pandemic and that piece of it. What we didn't realize is that everybody else would want to come to us for assistance and help during the pandemic. And a lot of that has turned out to be long-term business uh, with these organizations. So we've had tremendous growth over the last two years. Okay. Now, Desiree, I know uh, you're you're heavily involved in the in the community here in Calgary. Uh, 
from a, in a number of different ways. Uh, I, I, you know, let's talk about entrepreneurship. And, uh, uh, you know, Calgary and, and Alberta have always been known as uh, having that quote unquote entrepreneurial spirit. Uh, do you think it's still there? Absolutely. And I think it's there more than ever. In fact, I think we've had more startups in the past year than we've had, uh, you know, in the history uh, of our city. And we are always leading uh, in the entrepreneurial uh, area, uh, over, you know, over all other regions in Canada. So I would say even more so today, and probably because Calgarians are strong, we've had to, you know, go through a number of, you know, challenges over the, you know, past 20 years. It's not just been the pandemic. Uh, it's been the pandemic. It's been, you know, the economy. It's been floods. It's been fires. It's, uh, you know, we've had it all. So I think just developing that really strong um, foundation to be able to have these challenges and crucibles and learn how to, you know, uh, navigate them and come out successfully on the other side. I mean, that's what that Calgary spirit is. Mm -hmm. What do you, uh, you know, if uh, a young entrepreneur came to you or even an older person who wants to be an entrepreneur, what kind of advice would you give them, uh, you know, uh, to set them on the road or in the path of uh, hopefully success? Yeah, well, first of all, you're never too old to become an entrepreneur, right? Um, so go for it if, if that's your, your endeavor and that's what you want to do. Um, I would say, you know, just um, understand that, you know, there's there's ups and downs and, uh, you know, the, the best way to be successful and to reach your full potential is by having those failures along the way and learning to grow from those failures. Uh, every successful entrepreneur has had to, you know, handle those challenges and learn how to deal with them. And that makes you stronger. The other thing is, you know, to always, um, you know, lead with your heart and make sure that you stay uh, focused with regards to how you engage with your team. Uh, sometimes, you know, we get uh, successful and we forget that we need to stand alongside our front line and uh, be supportive of them and be there for them. Uh, and especially through uh, challenges like the pandemic, is, you know, really to be able to be more in the day-to-day, -day, uh, come down from that 30,000-foot level and, you know, really understand the needs uh, of your team. Lastly, your team is really uh, the, 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 most, the greatest asset you have with regards to success for your business. If you look after your team, uh, you, they will look after the clients for you. So really, my focus has always been on taking care uh, of my team and ensuring they have everything they need to be successful. And from there, they will ensure your customers are looked after. Yeah. When we talked uh, a little bit about the pandemic, uh, you know, one of the, I guess, overused words in the pandemic was pivot, right? And uh, But whether you call it pivot or whether you call it change, uh, you know, adapting and adopting different things, how important is that aspect of being an entrepreneur to see the sign of the times, so to speak, and, and uh, be adaptable uh, and react to them and react oh, in a timely I manner as well, not like months from now, like, but to do it like pretty quickly? Oh, yes. I mean, uh, time is is everything when it comes to, you know, being able to manage uh, situations, especially uh, crisis situations or things that as they 
change rapidly around you in this volatile, you know, environment that we're all working in. Um, but, you know, our company, we work, you know, with two main operational strategies. One is a purpose-driven culture, and the other is, like you're saying, Mario, an agile methodology. So this is a way to manage your business by empowering, you know, cross-functional teams to handle the business by breaking operations into smaller modules or projects and initiatives. I think this develops a higher level of trust and teamwork. It also reduces the stress that can be overwhelming at times like this and also when scaling or managing your business growth. Um, being agile and being adaptable is like going to be the way to do business. And that's why all these agile frameworks are coming out in, in business models. Although I believe that agile is not a framework, it's actually sort of a, a mindset that your organization has to have. Um, you know, and again, then, you know, having that um, purpose behind uh, what you're doing also helps attract, you know, talent and uh, keep talent within your organization. Let me talk a little bit about uh, your community. Uh, you know, one of the aspects of, of being a business owner that I think, and an entrepreneur that I think a lot of businesses often forget because they're so busy doing their stuff, is, is how to be part of a community, how to give back to a community. Uh, you know, I, I know my good friend, Tony Spalatini at Spalambos. I often talk to him about this and, and, you know, it's almost at the core of what him and Mike Palumbo do over there. And, uh, and there's other businesses like that. So tell me how important it is uh, to give back as an entrepreneur. Yeah, it's, it's very important. I think, I think it's critical. I think it's the community that helps uh, to, uh, make your company successful and keep your company successful. And it's imperative that you give back to the community. It's also part of your brand image, right? Um, you know, people want to know that there were that the business is, uh, is a good business and they're willing to help and assist the community um, when it's needed. I think it's, it's pivotal that you uh, as a company, as an organization, look at ways of giving back. Um, we do a number of different things. We do a lot locally, like Tony does. We also, you know, and I'm sure Tony has scaled out um, more than that as well. We do a lot uh, across Canada, and, and we've also started to do uh, global assistance in many areas, especially around uh, empowering women and gender equality. And I think, you know, just having that brand of and really meaning what you're doing. You know, it's not about doing things just so that you're recognized for doing things in the community, but it's actually having impact and having a, a team that is really wanting to be purpose-driven and make a difference in the world. Yeah. When you look at uh, Calgary, um, what would you say the advantages are of being an entrepreneur in Calgary? Well, I think because Calgary is uh, such an entrepreneurial city, first of all, you have lots of support with regards to the peers and the other businesses around you. Many of the businesses started out uh, in Calgary and, and are very entrepreneurial. Um, but, you know, there's lots of organizations. For example, the Chamber itself now has added as a, a segment or a, you know, membership around startups, uh, specifically in, in Calgary. And I think that it's so important that, you know, associations, organizations and and chambers do that uh, for their local community. Um, so I, I believe that you know uh, the the Calgary community, especially, uh, is very supportive of entrepreneurialism, and uh, we've just created an ecosystem around that. And it doesn't matter what sector you're in; um, it, there's going to be resources and support for you out there. Yeah, I'll have to 
hit hit the flip side of this. What are disadvantages you may think that are out there that for doing business in Calgary these days? Well, you know, I don't see a lot of disadvantages. I'm very positive uh, with regards to uh, my outlook on Calgary and uh, and our economy. So I think if anything, you know, maybe some red tape, um, you know, in getting things going and started. However, I think, you know, some of that is loosening up. I think we're, we're starting to, to see, um, you know, uh, capacity and uh, resource in that area. Um, there's plenty of, as you know, office space and things um, that are at very reasonable rates. So, you know, I really don't see too much of a disadvantage, uh, Mario, uh, of coming here. I think the one disadvantage of any um, is that we have a talent shortage right now. And I think that we need to really work hard uh, with our civic groups uh, and leadership to uh, encourage uh, people to come and live in this great city of ours so that we can have a, t- uh, a tremendous talent pool to choose from. All right, super. Desiree, let's talk a little bit about yourself. Uh, uh, where are you from originally? Well, I was born in Sri Lanka, actually, but I came, yeah, I came to Canada when I was very, very young, three years old. Uh, and I've lived in Calgary for uh, almost all of my life. So, uh, um, you know, I consider myself obviously a Calgarian and a Canadian, um, but my roots, yeah, Sri Lanka. So tell me, you know, with, you know, all the things that you juggle, right? <laughs> you know, with your work at the Chamber, your your work at Call, you know, other community work that you do. Where do you find the balance in life? Well, you know, I... Uh, I do a lot of uh, other things with regards to, you know, meditation and uh, self-care, do lots of walks, do yoga, I work out, um, you know, so you do have to find a balance, especially if you're an entrepreneur and you're going all the time, you know, the the chance of burnout is very real. Um, So, you know, and I look at things like my work on some of the boards that Mm -hmm. I do, like Children First Canada and that sort of thing, uh, very rewarding. And so, you know, those are things that also help to balance me out with, you know, um, going at it at business at 100 miles an hour and then being able to sit back and do some uh, good work in the community. Um, so, you know, you, you have to find the balance, Mario, if that's where you're going. Absolutely. Um, because you have to be able to be healthy and supportive and also relaxed uh, and decompressed in order to support your team to be successful. Yeah. When you look at your uh, your career a- along the way. Uh, who would you say that's been, uh, I guess, uh, some of your main supports or where have you found uh, uh, advice, wisdom, inspiration from? Well, many, many people, you know, um, a lot of the the talent and, and great people that sit on the boards that I work with, but also, you know, every everybody from my grade three teacher, uh, Mrs. Uh, Black, who, set, you know, set me on my way and told me that, hey, girls can do anything. Um, right to, you know, my family who've been extremely supportive of everything I've done. I consider my team a huge support to me in my roles. And, you know, they manage and uh, run the organization for me as I sit in these other roles. I have a couple of organizations that I belong to, like Young Presidents Organization or YPO as it's known today, uh, and belong to a forum. So a group of peers uh, that allow, uh, you know, that we talk to because, you know, uh, we don't have anybody else really when you're Uh, running a business, you want to talk to other people that are going through the same, um, you know, challenges that you are. Uh, And definitely our local community and the chamber itself, you know, have peer to peer uh, sessions and that sort of thing. I think uh, it's about being able to step up and go and utilize 
uh, those forms and groups. And a lot of the times we get too busy uh, to do those things. And we actually give up a lot by not going and, you know, learning from our from our peers. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, that's super. I appreciate you taking the time to do this, Desiree. Thank you. It's been my pleasure, Maria. Take care. Thank you. That was Desiree Belmonon, who is the CEO of SureCall in Calgary, also chair of the Calgary Chamber of Commerce. This has been Calgary's podcast on Canada's Podcast Network. Thanks for joining us today.